Top, top, top of the morning, the afternoon, and the evening to you, whoever you may be, whatever you may be watching, looking, or listening. <sighs> it's your boy, Aunt Mo. Trapping oh, 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 Let me eat with your big baby. Welcome to Wayne's World. It's my middle name. I'm back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Another week, another podcast. Feeling good. Um, right off the bat, let me say apologies. Because today is actually Friday that I'm shooting this, but I have good reason. Every Thursday, 8 a.m., I'm supposed to have a podcast ready. But something interesting happened. The NFL draft. All Zoom and Skyped up, you know what I'm talking about? And I wanted to make sure that I had that type of content to provide to the the male listener, because analytics would tell me that 70% of my listeners are male and uh, that the millennial and Generation X, whoever, are the people who actually listen to the podcast the most. Now, I'm, I get trickles in from 0 to 17 to 60 plus, you know what I'm saying? But Primarily, the millennial and Generation X listener are the people who tune in to the Wayne's World podcast. So I wanted to make sure that within that demographic and of the men who actually watch sports that we could get into some draft talk. Also, let me throw this in. I reached a thousand listeners this week. Never been done before. Took me a while. But your boy Ammo, thanks to... All of you faithful listeners, all of you people who support, I thank you, thank you, thank you. I was able to reach a thousand listeners. Now, I want to average this, but I can only average this if I have the support of my fellow listeners. And that is by sharing this as you listen, after you listen, you know, engaging in, in, in some dialogue with some people. I don't care who you send it to, your mama, your cousin, them, send it. But I want my next thousand to be faster than my first thousand. But I did want to extend my appreciation to you guys for tuning in and lending your ear just for a little bit. So, like I said, I wanted to get into some draft talk. Also, for the person who may be listening and you don't know what the Wayne's World podcast is about, you come on back right now, you huh? Show them boys how you do it up in Harlem, that boy. You know what I'm talking about? Shout out to that boy Chicago. You know what I'm talking about? From that movie Life. But uh, for those of you who may be wondering what the Wayne's World podcast is about, it's a real life podcast for real life people. For the millennial and Generation X Christian primarily. But after that, it trickles down to anybody who cares to listen, who wants to talk about real life. That's what this podcast is about at the core of it. It is about life, the things that we deal with within this life, and my perspective and sometimes advice on how I think we should go about those things. So, with that being said, I want to try something a little bit different this weekend, Timat. I want to go ahead and not even go into the break. I'll throw, the, I'll throw my advertisements in there. I got my ways. I want to go ahead and get right into it. I want to get into randomness. Yeah, yeah, I thought I was going to go into you going to get these sports. No, sir. No, we're going to get into randomness. And it's a self-reflection. What I have realized about myself 
is sometimes I can just be trash. Like, flat out. We're going to start this mug off with a big bang. You know what I'm talking about? And I have realized that sometimes Aunt Mo, and to be, I know a lot of people hate when people address themselves in third person. Well, Aunt, well I'll tell you what Anthony says about this. And you, Anthony, be like, nigga, shut up. But no, what I have realized about myself is sometimes I can be trash. When listening to people talk or engaging in conversation with others about my life, whether I'm at work or whether I'm talking to my boy Randy on the phone or whoever, talking to TJ or Cole B on the phone or at work, you know, they may bring up stuff about me. My wife may slide something in there about me and I may just kind of not necessarily not care about it. Or I may brush it off. Or I may, or on the surface, it may appear that I'm not actualizing or realizing what you're telling me. But the thing that about me is I'm able to, I'm I'm able to self-introspect a lot and, and listen to what people tell me and be able to come up with the conclusion or the, what they're trying to tell me and be able to realize what I need to do about it. And so sometimes I just realize I can be trash. I can be selfish. I can be unyielding. I can be bullheaded and very stubborn. And that hasn't that hasn't gained me much of anything sometimes in life. Now, a lot of the times, some of those traits can be very admirable. You know what I'm saying? To be able to, you know what I'm saying? Like say I'm not gonna quit, or I'm really I, I really believe this wholeheartedly and I'm gonna stick to it. Now we're not talking about in the aspect of like faith where you may say you believe something and then you know, somebody may try to prove you wrong, but like, and, and I guess that's even a bad example. It would have to be something less concrete because there's nothing about my faith that you could tell me that I would believe otherwise. But just in life, though, let's just keep it simple. As in life, sometimes like people may say, and you do be doing X, Y, and Z. And I'd be like, no, nah, I don't. You know what I'm saying? I just leave it at that. Or I was at the gym uh, two days ago, saw somebody that I know. We're more like acquaintances than friends these days, but I didn't even speak to the man. And I and I I confided in Kelly about it, and, and he got on my head. And, and Kelly is one of my really good friends, and um, he was like, "Ain't you tripping? Why you didn't speak to him?" And I was like, "Man, I don't know. I don't like how he be moving." And it makes me look very judgmental because the reality is, everybody got some about them that somebody don't like, or some weird thing that you may do to to move strangely that you need to be held accountable for, or that you need to hold yourself to the fire about. And so in that moment, I felt convicted. Even after he left, I didn't even see him leave. And I didn't care, to be honest. But who am I to look at somebody and and feel justified not to show him? Some some people would even dare to go as deep to say to show him respect as a man. Like, as a man, I should be able to look you in your eye and speak to you, even if I have a disagreement with you. Because it's not that I, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not that I don't, I, it's not that I hate the man. It's just I don't like how he moves sometimes. And so... You know what I'm saying? That's one of them things where I got to right the wrong. You know what I'm saying? And so I I wanted to take a different approach this time in my randomness segment just to randomly talk about how I can look at myself and realize, bro, you got to really step up your game and do better and treat people differently sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm the person that's all about calling somebody out or calling myself out or holding people accountable. And there's nothing wrong with that. For people to say that they don't believe that, it's, it's kind of crazy. But, you know, people usually do that because they don't like when people hold them accountable. But anyway, I don't want to go too too 
into a rant about it. But at the end of the day, I do want to say that I am a person who can take the criticism. You know what I'm saying? Like I often criticize myself the most. So if you think that if you're somebody who knows me and you you hear how I could be with people or just when we're just having real conversation, I am I, I am hardest on myself. You know what I'm saying? And so I realize that about myself and, you know, prayerfully, prayerfully changes coming soon. You know what I'm So, yeah. So with that being said, we actually will take a minor break. You know what I'm And we're going to throw that up. And I said break. I know what I said. <laughs> we're going to take a minor break and we're going to go uh, into to, uh, adding some money, putting some money with this thing. Fun fact. In the radio business, in the podcasting business, more so the podcasting than just radio, you get paid to, for when doing advertisements in clicks per minute, I believe it is. So for every thousand listeners you get clicks for, you get paid, let's say the number is $17.50. So for every thousand listeners, you get paid $17.50, right? And so, you know, the numbers are kind of skewed because... You know, I have a couple ads, one's $10, one's $17.50. So basically, the more listeners, the more clicks, the more money that I actually have the chance of making. To make real money, you have to have major subscribers or listeners, you know what I'm saying, which is why I say the things that I say. So just to kind of break that down to you, you know what I'm saying, I'm grateful to have many listeners and to get great feedback from the people who tune in to get fed every week, but need your help once again. So when we come back, we're going to get into, you're going to get these sports, bro. You're going to talk about and then we're going to do that thing. Hand, peace. Oh, yeah. Huh. And we back, and we back, and yeah. Hey, yeah. Uh, this ain't no intro. This that entree. Did that intro with Kanye and sound like Andre. Trying to turn my baby mama to my fiance. She from Houston. Oh. Hello, baby. We back at this thing on Tumbat. You gonna get these sports. And from what I hear from my listeners, y'all be kind of knowing me, bruh. That's a sidebar. Like, I like to, like, what I've, what I've grown to do and understand and learn is... People like rhythms, people like consistency, people like a flow, and and it works better for me. You know, I'm putting in my 10,000 hours. For those of you who don't know, the 10,000 hour rule is anything that you put 10,000 hours in, you're qualified to uh, to be a master of it. You, you've achieved mastery. So if you put 10,000 hours in of whatever it is you want to call it, you are certified to be able to teach somebody or to have profound advice or whatever or just have a dope skill in that area of your life. And so I'm just working in my 10,000 hours, but I've created a rhythm and a flow to the show that I still want to build on and get better at. There are things that I want to add to the show that I think you guys will greatly enjoy and benefit from. And so I'm just working out those kinks, but I'm waiting on that Roadcaster Pro. Um, And for those of you who may not know, some of my, like TJ, Colby, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, my boy Jeremy, like, I've shared this, and, you know, I just want y'all to really understand what's going on. I'm about, I, I try to be about what I talk about. The whole time I've been talking about how bad I want this roadcaster, how bad I want this roadcaster, I found a company that I was able to go through, American Music Supply, that where I was able to order it. They approved me, 
uh, I bought a one-man bundle and what I you know the total payment was like 800 and something dollars and what what I'm able to do is split the payment up over six payments and so I know you guys hear me talk about it a lot but I just want to keep you guys updated on what I have going on because my faithful listeners do care so what I want to do what I'm doing is each payment is 133 and some change right I've made the initial payment but I still can use you guys help I'm not trying to cap or be funny or none of that stuff I still can use you guys help so if you guys are able to go through the app through the anchor app you can do it and the link is in the bio as well to be able to support no matter where you're listening from and you can just become a part of the patron family um, I'm doing another I'm doing a skit today a shot of two singing videos that I will be uploading into my patron and they will be exclusive to my patrons until I decide that I want to release them to YouTube so there are certain benefits that you guys will definitely get for being able to support me in the patron but going back to the Rodecaster Pro if you guys would like to assist me in my my march towards being able to pay this machine off Everything is going to be so much better. I promise you guys. So thank y'all for sticking with me. It's on back order right now. But I'm, you know, so I'm just waiting to hear when they're going to um, send it to me. When they do, I will also be doing a YouTube video where I do the unboxing of the Rodecaster, setting it up, and go doing my first test run. Because I, it's some people who really are invested in knowing what I, what, what I care about. And so I appreciate you guys for the encouraging words and for the listening ears. So, with that being said, moving on to you gonna get these sports. The first round of the draft happened last night. And I don't know no other way to say this to you guys, but to say it. And here we go. The Dallas Cowboys are going to destroy whatever defense you put in front of us. I I, I put that on my mama name. The Dallas Cowboys are going to destroy the NFL next year. I, I can't help but I, I like I, I'm so I'm so like y'all don't even understand. I've not felt this good as a Cowboys fan in a long time. Like, let me okay, so before I go into why I feel the way I feel. Let me just let me just go in order to show you guys who was drafted by who, and I'll I'll make it quick. I'm not gonna you know for for and for the person who knows anything about you gonna get these sports. I always say it is for the the person is for the layman's person. Like if you don't know anything about sports but you want to better your understanding, this is the show to listen to. If you somebody who already know about sports, you you we get to get a, have a little dialogue about whatever. And you know what I'm saying? It's just something that for the women, for the women who the 30% of women who listen, if you got a man in your life, or if you just want to know more about sports, this is the show to listen to. You know what I'm saying? Because this segment is a way to kind of, you know, upgrade that little status a little bit. So with the number one pick, the Bengals selected Joe Burrow, number one quarterback in the draft, in some people's eyes. Uh, from LSU, they won a championship last year. Number two, we got Chase Young, DN from Ohio State, got drafted by the Redskins. Number five, Okuda, which is a corner from Grand Prairie. Shout out to that boy. He from the he from the city. You know what I'm talking about? He from the town. You know what I'm talking about? He was from Ohio State as well. Number one quarter uh, corner in the draft. Um, don't care about the Giants. Tua Tonga, Tua Toga, uh, wait, Tua Toga Vailoa, the QB from Alabama, got drafted by the Miami Dolphins, who I think are actually going to be 
pushing to be a playoff contender next year just off a of sheer the coach knows what he's doing and he's 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 up in the status. So we're going to skip through some of this because I don't really care. I just want to talk to you about when it got interesting for me. We got the pick 10 and I'm like, well, what do the Browns need? Not 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 because, you know, they're thinking about trading Odell Beckham Jr. So I'm thinking maybe they'll get a maybe they'll get a receiver because they are seriously contemplating getting rid of Odell at some point. Nope. They go with the offensive tackle out of Alabama. Jay Willis Jr. Don't care. Doesn't matter. At that point, I said, so you're saying there's a chance. You know what I'm saying? If any of y'all know, uh, <laughs> know uh, Dumb and Dumber, when old girl was like, it's just like zero, that's like 99, 99% sure I, I, we'll never be together. He said, so you're telling me there's a chance. So at that point, I'm, I'm lit. But I'm sure that the Jets at this point, who are picking number 11, are going to pick a receiver because they need somebody to go with their, with Sam Darnold. Right? Because their receivers are trash, even though they torched the Cowboys last year. Whole nother story. Move on with your life. But they didn't. They pick an offensive tackle. I ain't mad at you, Kim Folk. But I'm saying, so you're telling me there's a greater chance. And then we got to the Raiders, who, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they're not sold on their quarterbacks. I mean, David Carr, and then I believe in the offseason, they got the kid that played at Oregon, and he got drafted by Tennessee, Mariota. They 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 uh, traded for Mariota, if I'm not mistaken, um, and I'm like, I'm, I'm surely they're gonna do something. No, what do they do? They pulled the same old Raiders. They done moved to Las Vegas, and they still acting like the Oakland Raiders, who had El, Al Davis making dumb moves, and they get Henry Ruggs the third, who I'm not gonna lie, his tape looks good. He's a fast guy. There there may there may be way more to him than what we're giving him credit for. But I still think that was a dumb move because he is by far not the best player, wide receiver in the draft. Then we get to pick 13 and San Francisco, I'm assuming, got their 13th pick from the Indianapolis Colts for whoever that they, they gave up, which was such a dumb move because they were already stacked and loaded. And you can get a top tier player at that position without a doubt in any draft. 13 is still going to be a solid pick but what happens Tampa Bay who's in the 14th position moves up because they have Tom Brady they don't need receivers so they're going to obviously get an offensive tackle to help protect Brady that that team is going to be good they're going to make the playoffs but I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl I think that's the most asinine thing that you could ever say to assume that you can make 22 players come together whom a lot of them especially on the offensive end who don't have continuity, especially amid all the things that are going on in the world right now, and assume that they're going to win the Super Bowl. And I still don't think Tom Brady's that great. I think he's clearly on the decline, and I think it's not even... I don't even think it's debatable that he's on the decline. And to bring back Gronk, who's like 40 pounds under what his playing weight was, at tight end, even though they still have other great tight ends, people are just drinking the Kool-Aid, and I don't understand why. So they move up to 13. They swap with... Uh, San Francisco, and they get an offensive tackle out of Iowa, World Worfs, uh, and he does. He got some crazy. He power, He hang cleaned 450 for four, and then he did that little cool little move where you jump out the pool and uh and and land on the you know what I'm saying land on the side of the pool. And my wife said she did, and I want. I told her please, as soon as we're able to get in the pool, do it because I know you're gonna bust that big old forehead on the on the, on the, against the wall, kid folk. 
So I don't think I could do that, but pretty athletic. So anyway, so then we're at 14, and I'm like, surely San Francisco is going to get a stud receiver. We still got Jerry Judy on the board, and we got CeeDee Lamb on the board. There's still Justin Jefferson as well, to get the kid from um, LSU on the board. They pick Javon Kinlaw, the tackle out of South Carolina. At this point, I'm screaming in my house. My little sister was here with me. My my wife was here. My little girl was here. My my uh, little AVA, little Ava, little AVA was was here holding it down. You know what I'm So I'm like, bruh, there's three picks before we make a pick, or two picks before we make a pick at this point. And I'm like, surely, surely Denver's gonna pick a receiver, right? Because their 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 rookie from last year stepped up, made some dope. You know what I'm saying? Made some dope plays. He just caught fire late. So at this point, I'm just assuming that it's, you know, they're going to pick a receiver. They pick Jerry Judy. I ain't mad. You know why? Because Atlanta don't need receivers, bruh. Now, they could go stupid. They could stack stupid. But you just remember they got the kid out of Alabama last year. You know what I'm saying? So Denver takes Jerry Judy, not tripping. Then Atlanta, we're assuming that they're going to take Avion Chase on, right? Or Calevon Chase on, however you say the dude name. But they didn't. They didn't. They take the corner out of Clemson. We knew he wasn't going to take a receiver. So at this point, I'm running around my house. Like, don't mess this up for me. We've been Cowboy fans for 20-plus years now. Y'all have did nothing but disappoint us since y'all won y'all last Super Bowl in 95. Don't mess this up for me. Please, pick C.D. Lamb. Now, for those of you who want to argue with me that we should have took the safety, the number one safety, mind you, no safeties got drafted in the first round last night. We picked 19th today. So you're telling me that we're not going to get one of the top safeties anyway? The rest of our draft, essentially, is going to probably be defense and trying to get somebody who could possibly play on the offensive line. So you always go best player unless the need that you have is also one of the best players available on the board. Simple. Like, for people who consider themselves to be scouts, who know the game of football, who actually study the draft, for you to not to think that you can pass up on C.D. Lamb, the best receiver in the draft, fell to you at 17, it doesn't happen. There's no injury risk, no nothing. He just, the teams just had other needs. Really, a lot of the teams actually picked off of need, and that's why we were able to get the best player available. Because the, what are we going to get? What's the kid, McKinney? Out of Alabama, which I'm not mad at if we get him later. Or Henderson, the guy out of Minnesota, wouldn't be mad at it. I'm not mad at none of the... Or Henderson, I think it's... I don't forgot the kid's name. I think it's McKinney, though. But we picked CeeDee Lamb. And when I tell you, I was lit like a Christmas tree, kinfolk. I was lit, I was lit like a blunt I never smoked, because I ain't never smoked. But I was lit like a blunt, kinfolk. You know what I'm talking about? I was so hyped. I was shaking. I had I had so much adrenaline running through my body from celebrating. When I sat down, I was telling my wife, like, yo, I, I'm... She was like, I've never seen you this happy in your life when it comes to, like... I think, period, she never seen me this happy in your life. Like, where I was just, like, overly, like, hard to contain happy. 
Because I've said it before, but people don't understand how hard it is to be a Cowboys fan. And for us to actually do what was the best thing that was also going to be beneficial to this team, like we can drop 40 on you any week now, like any week. And it's not a game like you talk, even though in, in a part of my reasoning was that I don't trust Amari Cooper. He says he wasn't hurt, but people, other people say he was hurt. But then people close to the team say he wasn't hurt, which means that he quit. He quit in cold weather. He quit when, when we needed him to play the best. He quit when we played against the best corners in the league. Like, I can't trust that. So for me, C.D. Lamb was the only bright spot that they had when they got destroyed in the college football championship playoff. When there was a play to be made, C.D. Lamb was making that play. So I have to, I have to pick this guy. He's a big playmaker. He's like, he's like DeAndre Hopkins with speed. Somebody, Justin comped him. Justin made me mad for a quick second last night. He comped him to Dez Bryant. No disrespect to Dez Bryant. But to compare CeeDee Lamb to Des Bryant is the most asinine and foolish thing I've ever heard. Des Bryant was never a burner. Des Bryant was never, I'm going to run off on you. He was quick. He was explosive. He was a big, big receiver, go up and get it guy. But he never had that speed. CeeDee Lamb has the craziest catch radius like DeAndre Hopkins has, but he's faster. You put him in the slot. With Michael Gallup on one side, Amari Cooper on the other side, you don't always need Amari Cooper to show up. But you got mix, you got mismatches on every part of the field, baby. The Cowboys offensively are going to be a problem. You heard it here first. You don't have to believe it. I will even make a prediction to say in two of the first four games. Pending that nobody gets crazily injured, we're gonna drop forty, bruh. Unless we just up so much that they put the that they put the the reserves in. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the Cowboys, if they do this right, if they can go get one of them top safeties, then go get you some more defensive linemen. Cause that you you fail to realize that we've been making some moves in the off in the in the off season. Don Terry Poe. Um the one I was the one guy, uh, Gerald McCoy. We still got Tank, bruh. I'm telling you, watch out for them Cowboys, dog. And y'all, uh, y'all hear me, y'all hear me, y'all be hearing me on here. Y'all know I be trashing the Cowboys a lot because I don't accept mediocrity. But I can't deny that they're America's team because they're the team you love to hate. They still got fans in every area code, Kim folk. You can't deny that. But now I'm hopeful. Reminds me of my youth a little bit, hey? Into Matt? Yes, sir. Man, we finna go ahead and get on up out of here. When we come back, we getting into the meat of that thing. I'm so happy right now. I'm dancing in my living room. You know what I'm talking about? Cause them cowboys and made me happy for once. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Take that, take that, take that, take that. All you cowboy haters, take that, take that, take that, take that. Ha ha! Yeah, y'all came back around, you know what I'm talking about? So listen, it's time to get into the meat of that thing, you know what I'm talking about? And uh, I often try to make everything connect together when I'm shooting the podcast, right? 
So I, I purposely wanted to bring up some of my shortcomings because I believe that the only way that you can be able to the only way that you can be able to to call things out properly is to leave yourself exposed in a, in a in, I guess in for lack of better words the only way that I can ever be able to hold people accountable or to request things of people is to be able to put myself in a position to be held accountable by people by the way that I talk or treat people or what I you know how I support or all those things and so what I wanted to talk about today is about how sometimes what we may consider hate may just be prejudice. It may be stereotyping. It may be preference. All things that I don't think should necessarily be, not even necessarily, all things that shouldn't be done in the kingdom. I think that as you know, amongst friends, sometimes we have preferences like from friend to friend. And I believe in the body, in church, there's preferences. One of the things that I truly believe is that as many people as I've I've known being at uh being at uh you know being at Cornelia for a couple years, I, I believe that I was like a not known like um you know like sometimes to be honest stuff can be a popularity contest but I'm not saying that this is the case I'm just saying if you're a person that a lot of people know you know sometimes you expect and I'm I think this is just to be honest I think sometimes in life I've expected for people man why well, yeah, y'all should be on the wave like if I'm you know doing a you know doing whatever you know you should be able to support it essentially. You know what I'm saying? If I'm out here making podcasts and dropping YouTube videos and making music or selling, you know, have, you know, selling the clothing line, doing having a clothing line or whatever, I expect for people to to hop on it. Not just because of who I am, but because I think I put out good content. I think I can be a funny person at times. I think I can be a knowledgeable person at times. I think I'm, you know, I can be humble. You know what I'm saying? Like. Well, I'm not trying to force being humble, but that's just the person that I am. Like, I've I've learned it, you know what I'm saying, through hardships. And I've struggled to, you know, people who I consider family. Like, for example, y'all know I'm on here. I talk my talk on here, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't trying to pick at nobody, but I'm going to tell the truth, at least is how I see it. Um, but I, man, oftentimes, man... I don't know, man. Like I've, I've, for those of you who know, I've I did a podcast that was called "I Was Molested." Right? It was by a family member, you know, female cousin of mine in my family, and I'm sure I have tons of family members that probably would have no idea, or to to even ask or to wonder who it was in my family. Not that I'm even trying to put that person on blast, but it's just a reality. Like I've grown up from it, I've I've moved on. But that, you know, oftentimes, man, like they wouldn't even know because they didn't even take the time to try to listen to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and one thing that I pride myself on is giving out what I expect. You know what I'm saying? Like, me and Randy had me and my friend Randy. We hadn't talked for about like a week and a half. And, you know, a lot of times Randy would call me more than I would call him just because he would be up early already. 
You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. He's a good friend. Like, that's no, that's nothing, no, no way around it. If anybody would be accused of being a bad friend, it would typically would be me. Because a lot of times I go into my little space. I don't want to talk sometimes. I just be want to just mind my own business. And it's not that I, I, I mean, to be honest, I do it to my wife. Like, you know, like, I be, I be, uh, she be getting ready to go in and she'll call me every day. I be like, babe, you don't want to give yourself a chance to, like, you know, miss me or something like that. <laughs> it sounds bad, but it's not. I think, it, you know, that's that's a different situation. Like, you know, everybody needs their space. But I hadn't talked to Randy in like a week and a half. And I was like, all right, bro, it's been long enough. Man. Like, he had been sending me stuff. We had been talking back and forth on social media, but not online. I mean, on the phone. And I think some of that had to do with just me and how I am at times. And so I had to realize, like, and I've always realized it, but, you know, in certain areas, it's like when I talked about earlier, sometimes I could just be trash. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, I, I like to pride myself on sharing stuff, you know, like whether that be, you know, my little brother just, you know, dropped some music. My boy Jay Elliott just dropped some music. KB just dropped some music. Like, I'm good at, like, making people aware of stuff. Like, you know, trying to give somebody, you know, a chance. Like, I'm going to give you honest feedback on it as well. But I, you know what I'm saying? I, I just try to be as supportive as I possibly can be. You know what I'm saying? And in just a moment of not trying to complain or gripe, but to be a human and to be honest in what people don't want to say or share sometimes is I don't feel like it's always reciprocated. And it's from people who I consider friends or family or church members, which could also be slash family. You know, because it's like a lot of the times you say you're making a podcast for the millennial generation X Christian. You're like, well, I know a lot of them, but I may struggle to make it to 20 listens on the podcast for the week. And I, I was sharing this with, uh, with my, my people, with Colby and, and, and TJ, and I was telling them, you know, yes, it's easy to, for me to say not to get caught up in the numbers and stuff like that. But it's like this is art. This is a way that I share my heart with people. You know what I'm saying? This is how I share what I'm thinking. You know what I'm saying? And wanting to build the Patreon and, and be able to implant things into people's lives and have messages that are solid, you know, and not have people. Because essentially to an artist, if I put something up for sale and you don't buy it, if I put something out to listen to and you don't listen or, you know, you don't share it, then it's like you just ultimately don't care. Or you think what I do is crap. And so that's just the, the perspective that any artist can get. Now, I know a lot of people want to, you know, oh, it don't matter. You just going to just do you, bro. Or just And it's like, that sounds great. Trust me, it does. And I'm for it. I'm here for it. But it's like we're humans at the end of the day. And so, you know, I, you know, I, I've, I have learned to, to grow thicker skin over the years. Um, but... It's still it's still something that I battle with every now and then. If it wasn't for for Kobe and TJ, you know what I'm saying? Because these are people who I just know they were listening. Like they went back, you know. I think Kobe definitely went back and listened. But as far as I think, since I started back up, TJ listened to all my podcasts, and I was telling them like that means a lot. Because sometimes that made them two listens. If it was no other listens. That is what keep me going. Like, they'll hit me up on the phone, like, on three-way while we at work, and we'll talk about the topic of the podcast that, that I did that week. You know what I'm saying? It's not every week, but it's been a couple times, and they don't understand how much that means to me because 
Like, this is like me sharing my heart, number one. But then number two, like, this is an idea. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is a podcast. This is me coming up with topics and ideas to share with people. And for that to be seen as something that's halfway valuable, valuable to people means a lot. And so it's also not to get on my soapbox and cry or complain or whatever. You know, they probably tired of me telling them how much it means, but that it really does. It means a lot. You know, I'm an artist. I'm sensitive about my ease. You know what I'm talking about? That's that's that Erica Badu. You know what I'm talking about? Even though I don't rock with her like that. But yeah, but that's true, though. Any artist is very skeptical to, to put out stuff. You know what I'm saying? And so I just really want to to give people perspective and encourage people that, you know what I'm saying? Like, just go out your way for people sometimes. Like, you know what I'm saying? It, it, like, if I could get 20 shares, like 20 shares where I've seen people tag it that listened, that would mean the world. You know what I'm saying? Because from those 20 shares, I might be able to hit, like, you. people may discover the podcast that may become more faithful listeners. But if you just keep it in your little bubble and you never pass it on, then it may it just may be some a demographic of people that I never reach. I want a box with the Kev on stages of the world that put out good, clean content that's funny, that's informative. You know what I'm saying? And I want to put other people on. Like the the vision is for me to have my podcast, Wayne's World Podcast, for me and Danny to go ahead and launch our podcast, The Adventures of Ant Mo and Dan Frank, to have a podcast for the general, like for listeners, for just like more of a, I, I want to say more of a collaborative interview style type podcast that I do monthly that, you know what I'm saying? Like Kobe, TJ, Randy, anybody that want to hop on and we just kind of have a round table type of talk. It could be about life or whatever. And then I want to have one for the fellas as well, where the fellas get together once a month. So me and Danny would have one that we would do weekly. And then we would have one that we would uh, two that we would do uh, monthly. And so it would get to a point to where if I could build the Patreon, then the Patreons would see the podcast, every podcast live. And then everybody else would catch it on YouTube and on the, the podcast outlets. I also want to be able to incorporate skits. I have a couple skits that I'm that I'm actually going to be working on in the next couple of days on my off days. Like I said, that I'm going to have in the holster for you guys. Videos of me singing, you know what I'm saying? Different things because I I have some things that I can contribute to the world. And the idea is to get, I, I can't do it by myself. I'm starting, but I need somebody to become the first patron. And then that turns into the second and third till we had 250 and then we had 1,000. And we are able to support, like, up the production. You know what I'm saying? Like, different things. So... This I I'm I'm making good on what I told some people I was gonna do with this podcast. You know, it's important that we all work at helping each other. And I ain't just talking about black people either, because the misconception is often that, you know, oh, is black is beautiful and that's the only thing that matters. And I just think that's that's just silly, yo. I'm just let me just keep it frank with you. Like for us to value black people over everybody else or to only value black people and the melanin and the, 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 the you know, the tenacity. And the, I'm like, that's separatism. That's elitism. You're doing the same thing that the oppressors did to us. And the gospel and the mission of Jesus was for us to be collaborative and to come together as a body. In heaven, there will be nations 
that speak different tongues that believed upon his name. It's not going to be just black people or it's not going to be black people sitting high and looking low. And I think we got to get out of that mind frame. We have to stop listening to the people who are agenda based in how they give information out because it's not really helping us. And I and, and I understand also this thing about my podcast is that a lot of times it's not going to get a lot of pub initially because it's not talking about butts, 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 balls, 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 titties, titties, titties falling from the walls. Like it, that's not what my podcast is about. And I will never make it about that. I think when you talk about me and Danny doing a podcast together, then we could talk up, quote unquote, a little more mature. You know what I'm saying? About things. But we ain't finna be all super raunchy on my podcast, bro. That's just not who I am. You know what I'm saying? Even with the fellas, like, yes, there's a certain level that we can go to as far as talking about stuff because we're adults, we're men, we're married. A lot of them will possibly be, but we also have life experiences. But what I'm not going to do is be on here talking about giving fellatio or, or, or like, no, that's not what we're doing, bro. Save that for for save that for when you at home by yourself or when you but what we're not gonna do is broadcast that on the airways. And so I wanna be able to bring you guys a melting pot of content that is edifying, informative, that is entertaining, but that is worth something. I, I just I just can't entertain y'all to death either though. You know what I'm saying? Some of us just want to laugh. That's it. That's all we wanna do. Niggas don't want to learn nothing, don't want to help nobody, but they just want to be nasty and be funny. And and I'm not even knocking y'all for that, bro. Listen to me. Hear my heart. Like, there are some podcasts that I truly enjoy. That's all. That's with the stuff. They with all of it. But those people also are good and they're, they're good at what they do and they provide great content. But some people just want to be attention seekers. They just want to be trendy hot topicy and if if that's what I have to try to force myself to do to to be somebody of quote unquote significance in the podcasting game or the entertainment game or whatever then I'm not doing it and 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 so you know there are things that I have to flesh out and that I learn and mature from but at the end of the day I want to be able to provide you guys with value you know what I'm saying I'm not a motivational speaker but you may hear something that's inspiring you know what I'm saying like and I'm not afraid to Put y'all on other people who are doing the same thing. Like, like I said, Kev on stage with Righteous and Ratchet or the Love Hour podcast. Um, Jesus and Jalaf with Divine Orgy and Lovey. Like, they are do- all they are all doing dope things. Period. But then my boy, uh, the Reality Is podcast. They with the stuff over there. Funny though, still informative. But you can't listen to it in front of your kids. It just is what it is. It's an adult podcast. Like, and you got to, you know what I'm saying? So I'm saying there are people that I will big up, that I show love to, that are doing dope things out here. I'm not trying to hate on the soul, but I'm just saying for what I'm trying to do and the vision that I have, I know it can come to pass. I just need you all's help. So that was the meat of it for me today. Listen, let's not be separatists. Let's not be elitist. Let's help each other. Let's love each other. Let's grow because it's a life is a it's got a lot more to do. It's life is a lot more bigger than how how we try to dumb it down at times to things that aren't even real or true at times. So 
we come back, we're going to get to the momentous moment. We're going to wrap this thing up. You know what I'm talking about? And I'm going to put this thing out there so y'all can do what y'all do. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I'm still hyped about them Cowboys. Hate if you want. Underdog on top. And I'm going to grind home until my heart starts. Go ahead and envy me. You know what I'm talking about? Yay! Yeah, man. It's another one in the books. Appreciate everybody for rocking with your boy. You know what I'm talking about? We're just going to recap the day because there was a lot of info. Um, you know what I'm saying? Listen, dog, I love y'all, bro. And I ain't even capping. You know what I'm talking about? I'm a sentimental type of dude. You know what I'm talking about? You mean a lot to me. You're special. You're special in my heart. But nah, real talk, though. Appreciate everybody for listening this week, man. If you want to be able to get in contact with me, you know what I'm saying? Call to action. Please email me, elevatedsense87 at gmail.com. Um, that could be for anything, man. You have a question. You got feedback. You want to support you know what I'm saying? However you want to want to communicate with your boy, just do it through the through uh, ElevatedSense87 at gmail.com. You can send me a voice memo if you're going through the Anchor app. And if you want to become a patron, the link will be below. You know what I'm saying? You could join for as low as $5 a month. You know what I'm saying? And you'll get exclusive rights to blogs, to skits. You know what I'm saying? All different types of content. You'll get the podcast live. Uh, all of those things, bro. We just growing around here. You know what I'm talking about? Um, also, if you want to just donate something as well through the uh, Anchor app, you can do that as well. So there's plenty of ways to support and show love. Uh, please share and, and, and um, you know, subscribe. So if you go through Google Podcasts, through Spotify, through Apple Podcasts, through Pocket Cast, over, over, Overcast, there's a lot of different apps out there that are exclusive to podcasts and, you know what I'm saying, the, the first two, three that I just named, uh, Stitcher, I'm on all of that. So please, you know what I'm saying, just share this for your boy. Go back and binge, listen, just to get them, so I can get them listens up, you know what I'm saying, and continue to rock with your boy. Uh, listen, Cowboys got CD Lamb. They're about to dominate the league, whether you like it or not. I can be a trash person sometimes. And, and I'm fully aware of that. Because I can be a trash person doesn't mean that you should neglect to show love. And if you don't even think that about me, you should definitely be one of the first to share the podcast. Anytime you see me share it, just share it. Follow me on all social media outlets. Facebook, if you just search Anthony Wayne Moore, you'll see me on Instagram. It's the underscore Wayne underscore world. The underscore Wayne's the underscore Wayne's underscore world um, on in, on Twitter. It is at elevated underscore sense, I believe. Yes, it's at uh, at elevated underscore sense. Just follow me. You know what I'm saying? And rock with your boy. Anytime you see me share, you share. When, when I move, you move just like that. You know what I'm saying? And uh, man, one day we're going to have a radio show or something. Are we just going to we going to be syndicated or are we just going to? have more listeners than what we can contain, man. We So I'm just speaking that thing. I'm believing. I love y'all. And y'all know what's up. When we in the podcast, y'all know what it is. Life is hard enough. So don't just live. Live elevated. You know what I'm talking about? Till next week. I love you. Peace. Yeet!